Hey friends, welcome to the Overwhelmed to Intentional podcast. My name is Kristen and I am your host. I'm a certified life coach helping overwhelmed millennial women feel ease in their lives without overhauling their lives. Today I want to talk about a thought that I heard from someone last week that goes like this. And I imagine that many of you have this thought. So we're going to talk about it today. We're going to break it down. The thought is, but I am legitimately overwhelmed. Like my overwhelm is maybe more than other people's overwhelm or my overwhelm is real. I mean, I have all of these reasons that justify my overwhelm. I can defend my overwhelm because I have the evidence to prove it. So I want to talk about this for a couple different reasons. One, I think that so many of us really do think our situation is worse than other people's or that we have enough reasons to keep this thought that of course we are overwhelmed because we have the evidence and we can prove it. But then the other thing is, I want to talk about why keeping this thought is not helping you, number one. But number two, how you can actually have those same circumstances and not feel overwhelmed. That is what we're going to get into today. So number one, Think about the actual facts of your situation. The first thing you want to do is look at what are the facts. There are the facts, the circumstances, and then there's your story. There's your thought about those circumstances. So we want to separate those first and foremost. That's the first thing we want to do. We always want to find the circumstance first. Now, you might say the circumstance is that you have X number of kids, this job, that business, you have maybe an aging parent. I've had clients who have had a terminally ill parent. You have a spouse that works 14-hour days or 24-hour shifts. Or you have you know, this schedule for one child and that schedule for another child. Whatever the facts are, there are no emotions attached to the facts. They are truly just facts. Find the facts and list those out. That's the first thing you want to do. Because you want to separate out what is true here from what you're saying, what you're coming up with, what you're thinking, you want to separate out what the truth is first and foremost. And the truth is the factual information that can be proven in a court of law. You can say, these are the facts. So you want to find all of those. And there might be a lot of facts. It might be, like in the case of the person that I spoke with this week, I have an aging parent I have a full-time job. Now, one thing she said was I have a full-time job that's very demanding. That is a thought. The the fact is I have a full-time job. And then we want to get even more specific. What does that mean? Does it mean you work Monday through Friday from 8 to 5? Does it mean you do this specific thing? Like, what is your full-time job? You can find all the facts there. It being demanding is a thought that you have. So that's not necessarily a true fact, (laughs) you can find the facts within that. It might be like this project is due on this date, or, you know, I have this many contracts that I'm currently working on, or I have this many clients that I'm currently dealing with. Like you can find those facts within that, within that, but you are not demanding is is a thought. So we want to separate that out. The other thing is we want to look at Okay, then I have, you know, this child at this age. 
I have these obligations that I have agreed to. Whatever it is, things that are facts that you could present. This is how you know it's a fact. You could present it to every single person on the planet and they would all agree. It has to be absolutely factual. So we could all see that we have proof that you work this job on these days, these hours, like you have agreed to a contract at that job. We can, that's a fact. We know that that's a fact. Or we can, you know, biologically prove this is your, this is your parent. They are this old. (laughs) So find the facts here. Then separate out what you think about them, which in this case is I am legitimately overwhelmed. Okay, I want you to stay with this for a minute. When you think I am legitimately overwhelmed, how does that feel in your body? Where, where does that feeling held? Do you start to feel your chest tighten and you start to feel really anxious or you start to obviously feel overwhelmed. That would be the feeling that you're experiencing. But what do you notice in your body? Do you notice racing thoughts? Do you notice that your heart beats a little faster? What's happening in your body when you say the phrase, I am legitimately overwhelmed? I want you to connect to that. Really go there in your body and see what's happening. From there, I want you to ask, like, when I think that, what do I do? exactly what do I do? And here's another thing that you might want to do going back to the circumstance. When you're thinking about your legitimately overwhelmed thought, when you're thinking that thought, when is that happening? When in your life do you notice that that thought comes up? Does it come up when your aging parent calls you, when your kid's schedule is thrown off, when you are trying to work on multiple things at once and you're trying to multitask like when does that thought come up in your life you really want to pinpoint those moments when you can get that granular and you can go to that moment then you can say okay how did I feel in that moment and what did I do exactly what did I do then and what do you do in general when you think I am legitimately overwhelmed I want you to think about what you do here are some things that you might do One, complain. (laughs) So you might say this over and over. I'm legitimately overwhelmed, but I'm really actually overwhelmed. (laughs) So you might say it a lot, repeat that a lot. You might complain. You might call up someone in your life and talk about how overwhelmed you are. You might scroll social media or you might avoid the work that you could be doing by doing something else. So maybe you feel legitimately overwhelmed by your full-time job and that's stressful and so you get up from your desk and you go and start doing some random task around your house because you're like this is too much I'm, I'm so overwhelmed so then you get up and you go do something else or you might notice that you spin and think of all the different things you have to do but you don't do any of them so you are you're just overthinking and your brain is going a million miles an hour and I notice that what happens with clients and this is what happened with me too when I was in this place I would think about all the things I have to do and I would feel so flustered by all of it that I would just like panic in my mind and my brain would just race through thoughts like I don't know what to do first I don't know where to begin there's just so much to do and how do I even get started and what do I (laughs) and things just seemed faster and faster like my brain just was going faster and faster and and so many thoughts were coming at me and I didn't know what to do and that's what I would be thinking I don't know what to do I have so many things to do I don't know I don't know where to begin So really observe yourself 
and take yourself through that question of when I am thinking that and when I'm feeling overwhelmed or maybe anxious is the feeling for you. What do I do? Exactly what do I do? Really be onto yourself. And then I want you to take that to the next step, which is the result. When you think the thought, I am legitimately overwhelmed. What's the result of that? I'll tell you. I'll give you a hint. (laughs) You stay overwhelmed. You continue to be overwhelmed because you notice that if we go back to the actions that you do when you're thinking that thought, you don't take any productive action. You don't start getting things done. You don't go and like turn through and like check things off your to-do list. You're not focused. Your attention is not directed. You're flustered and scattered. You're not completing any task. So you remain overwhelmed because you didn't get any of the things done that you need to do or that you would like to do. And now you are still overwhelmed. That's the result. If you keep the thought, I am legitimately overwhelmed, you will remain overwhelmed. That's always going to be the case. You will stay in that self-fulfilling prophecy by thinking I'm legitimately overwhelmed. You stay overwhelmed. And this is why I wanted to speak about this thought because we think that it's just reporting the news. We're just saying, oh yeah, I'm legitimately overwhelmed. Like it's no thing. You know, like of course everyone would agree. <laughs> yeah, you you all would think that. And we say it like that. We say it like, yeah, I'm, I, but I'm legitimately overwhelmed. As if that is a fact of the universe, it is completely true, and there is no doubt. But someone else could have your exact same circumstances and not have that thought. They could have the thought, I know exactly what to do next. I know exactly what I need to get done today. I have all of these things happening in my life. And that's totally okay. I can handle it. I'm completely equipped. I can handle it. That same set of circumstances could be in someone else's life and they do not have that thought. So this is why we want to analyze this thought and and question it a little bit and say, hmm, but is it true? (laughs) Is it true? Is that really a fact No, it's not a fact. I know you think it is. And it feels true. It feels so true that you are legitimately overwhelmed. But it is not the truth. It is a thought in your brain. A phrase in your brain. A sentence in your mind. That is all it is. Now, it is creating a lot of overwhelm in your life. It's creating a feeling and an energy that you don't like to operate from. Because you're not accomplishing anything, you're not feeling better, you're not feeling focused, you're staying in the overwhelm by thinking that thought. So obviously, you know, you don't like it, but you hang on to it because why? This is where we want to start to question it even more. Why keep that thought? Let's just think about this. If you keep the thought, I'm legitimately overwhelmed, and you keep thinking it, I want you to just fast forward. Where will that thought take you? Where has it taken you up until now. Let's reflect back. (laughs) Let's look at how long have you been thinking I'm legitimately overwhelmed and where has that gotten you? Be honest with yourself. 
Is thinking that thought working? Are you getting anything done? Do you live the life that you want to be living? Do you feel peaceful or at ease or grounded or focused when you think that? Or in your life in general? No, of course not. (laughs) Because that thought does not create the feelings that you want to have. And it never will. So I want you to reflect back on like, where has this thought gotten me? What has it been like to keep it? And what good has it done me? Be honest with yourself and say, what actual good has it done for me to keep this thought? If we go back to the episode from last week on resentment, I think about the the amount of time that I spent feeling resentful and how terrible that was for me. Like, what good did that do me to resent the people around me at work, my spouse, anybody? What good did that do me? None. None at all. Now that I don't experience that feeling and I don't experience the feeling of overwhelm, I get to live a much better life. (laughs) Like night and day better. My relationships are better. My overall life experience is better because I don't live in this frazzled state of overwhelm and I don't resent the people around me. I feel more at ease. I feel more peaceful. I live more intentionally. It's a beautiful thing. So I want you to think if I keep overwhelm, if I keep this thought of I'm legitimately overwhelmed and then I stay in the feeling of overwhelm, where will that take me? I'll tell you, nowhere good. (laughs) You'll be in the same place, maybe six months, a year, two years, 10 years from now. Do you want that? Do you want to keep it? I doubt it. So let's look at if you don't keep it. If you keep the same circumstances, but don't keep the thought, what could happen? I want you to explore the possibility of that. So let's say your life doesn't change. You still have the same set of circumstances, the job, the maybe aging parent situation or kids with various schedules. You know, COVID is technically still kind of happening. I don't really know. (laughs) I don't watch the news, so I'm not exactly sure what's happening. And that's not to say I'm not informed. I just need to put that disclaimer. I am informed. I get the information I need, but I don't consume the news and fill my brain with that crap. So anyway, back to the circumstances stay the same. Okay. What other thought is available to you? Let's just explore. What else could be available to you that you could think instead? I want to give you an example of some of my clients. They had the same circumstances when we started and six months later and they felt entirely better so much better with the same exact circumstances it's not because their life changed their circumstances did not change I have had clients who have had terminally ill parents I have had clients who have kids with all sorts of schedules who were supposed to be in school, but then were taken out for a period of time with COVID, you know, the schools closed down or that sort of thing, or who have husbands who work 14 hour days, 24 hour shifts, so many variables and life circumstances that are a lot, a lot to handle. And they managed to handle it all with ease without feeling overwhelmed. 
And before we go any further with this, I just want to say too that it is okay to acknowledge that you have a lot going on. That's not a problem. It's not a problem to be like, I have all of these things happening in my life at one time. There is a lot happening. We don't want to discount that, but we do want to acknowledge that if you think I'm legitimately overwhelmed and you keep that and you stay in overwhelm, what that will create. It's not to dismiss the circumstances that you have. I mean, I think about the clients who have gone through a a terminally ill parent in that process, who have young kids, who are trying to deal with everything happening with COVID and having kids. I can't imagine that personally because I know what it's like to just deal with myself and COVID. But then to have a family, to have jobs be changing or maybe things you know, your schedule's changing all the time. Oh, I thought I was going to have this schedule, but then now my kids are home. So my schedule changed, like all these things happening at one time. It's not to say that we dismiss that or we discount it or we're like, well, it's not a big deal. It can still be a big deal. It can still be a lot happening at once and you can decide to think differently. And I know this because I have taught them to do so and they have thought differently and they no longer feel overwhelmed even with the same circumstances. I had a client say the other day, a lot happened today. We had, you know, some some things were thrown in, child got sick, schedule changed, all of this happened today, and I do not feel overwhelmed. Like for things to have changed that quickly, before that would have been really stressful and dramatic. And, you know, there's no There's no telling what I would have been thinking at the time. It would have been very overwhelming. It would have thrown off my whole day. But instead, I was like, oh, I can handle this. No problem. Know exactly what to do. Did the next thing. And this, she wrote us in our, um, in my mastermind group where I have, I did a mastermind group with uh, some of my clients this year. And we still have our Slack channel open so that we can keep communicating and staying in touch. And uh, she wrote and she was like, this is all before 9 a.m., which is incredible. That is so incredible. I have a client who, when we started, she was so overwhelmed. She had so much going on with young kids at home and a husband who worked long days. Now, that is not how she feels. She feels more at ease. She feels, they also all feel, and this is one thing that's been a running thread, is they all feel better about acknowledging what they have to do and what they want to prioritize, asking for help, making changes and adjustments quickly without it being a problem, without feeling guilty. All of that they've learned to do. And all of that plays into this. So with having a lot of things happening in your life and a lot of maybe big circumstances in terms of you have an aging parent, you have a a, like a big deal life situation, something that is, you know, not, it's not easy necessarily. And we want to acknowledge that it's not easy, but we also don't want to keep a thought like I'm legitimately overwhelmed because then it keeps us from actually enjoying and being present and being focused and grounded in that season of life. If you have, let's say an aging parent and your thought is I'm legitimately overwhelmed, how present will you be with that parent? at the end of their life. Like how how enjoyable will that time be if you keep a thought like I'm legitimately overwhelmed? Because when you're overwhelmed, you're not present. You're not there with the people in front of you. You are 
you know, maybe with your aging parent while you're thinking about work and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to get back and I have to get to that because that's really important and I'm behind. Like your brain is going to be spinning at all times instead of, oh, I'm here. This is the person in front of me and I want to be really present with them because I don't know how much longer I have with this person. This is why we want to solve for that thought. We want to change at the thought level instead of the circumstance level because we can't change the circumstances. I mean, we can. We can change the circumstance in that, you know, you can quit a job. You can, you know, change things around at your house. You can put your kids in a different school or take them out of school or like you can change the circumstance, of course. But your parent is still going to be aging. Your your kids are still going to be in school. Like those things we can't change. And we want to allow those things to be what they are while we decide what we want to think about it. And the way we choose to think impacts how we feel and impacts how we show up. And most importantly, how we show up for connection and relationships and, you know, how we're being in the world and the energy that we're putting out into the world with a thought like I'm legitimately overwhelmed, it is going to directly impact that energy. So it's going to impact who you are as a parent, who you are as a child of parents, the parents that you have, as a friend, as a spouse. I mean, who do you want to be and who do you want to be in this time? And that's a good question to ask if you're thinking like, what could I be thinking instead? Ask, who do I want to be? Who do I want to be in these last years of my parents' life? lives? Who do I want to be with my kids? Like, okay, so let's say I have a teenager. Who do I want to be for my teenager as they are going through their big life shifts and changes and figuring out who they are in the world? <laughs> who do I want to be for them? Because this is really important to acknowledge, like who we are being directly impacts the people around us. And they feel that. And I just think about, especially as parents, like how much your energy impacts your kids and who you're teaching them to be. And if, and if you're really overwhelmed, you're teaching them to be that way. You're teaching them to be anxious. <laughs> and someone said this to me recently. She said, I watch my daughter and I see that she's very anxious and that is me. Like I see how she is acting the way I act. And the question is, like, is that what you want? Do you want her to act like that? Does it feel good to watch your daughter behave in the way that you feel on a daily basis? And imagine, you know, let's say she's young. And I think in this case, she is. So let's say she's seven or eight. and She takes that with her into her teenage years, into her 20s. Like, what's the impact of feeling anxious? What's the impact of you feeling overwhelmed? How has that impacted you? In any good ways? Can you think of any? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> so if you can't, if you can't think of the positives of feeling overwhelmed, this is why I want to challenge you to decide if you want to keep it. Is it really serving you? The answer is going to be no. I'm just going to give you that hint. <laughs> and this is why I'm so passionate about helping women feel less overwhelmed because you're feeling of overwhelm directly radiates out. It radiates out to everything that you do. Who you are in one situation is who you are in every situation. We take ourselves with us everywhere we go. You're this way at work, at home, in your relationships, with your friends. Everywhere we go, there we are. 
can't remember who said that. Who said that quote? Was it Buddha? Uh, don't quote me on that. I actually don't know. But there is a quote that is everywhere we go, there we are. Maybe it's Rumi. Mm, doesn't matter. The point is, <laughs> the point is we are the same everywhere. And is it who you want to be? And if not, that is what we have coaching for. That is why I exist to help you change that way of being. My whole role is to shift that way of thinking so that you can feel better and we don't have to change your circumstances. And here's the thing. This is what's so cool about this. You are having this thought. Let's say you've had this thought. I am legitimately overwhelmed for years and you've kept it with you. In coaching, what I can teach you is to truly let go of that thought and in six months it won't even cross your mind or it'll cross your mind and you'll be like oh that's funny I used to think that (laughs) like you'll be like oh my gosh huh I used to think I am legitimately overwhelmed my life has not changed and I no longer think that it is the craziest coolest thing I love it so much that it is possible for you to have the same exact life and feel differently every day And then you will act differently, of course. So your circumstances might begin to change in that, let's say you live in a pretty cluttered house and your way of thinking begins to change and the way you feel begins to change, you will then behave differently in that house. You will then tidy up a little bit more. You'll create habits that you will put into place. You'll become a different version of yourself in this process by doing this work. And you can listen to this podcast and just through listening to this podcast alone, you got a coaching session right there. Like I walked you through that thought and helped you see what's happening and helped you begin to reframe it. But actually doing this on your mind and talking through it every single week, the impact of that and the results will accelerate because we can comb through and see what's happening. And then the next week we can say, okay, let's look at what happened this week. What happened? How did it go? (laughs) What do we need to adjust? What were you thinking? How are you feeling? How did you show up? All of those things, we can look at that in a more detailed way because we can truly look at your specific situation. That is what we do in one-on-one coaching. And if you want that, if you're interested in that, I do offer a consultation call. And that gives you the opportunity to talk about what this would look like for you, where your situation is. You can tell me that you're legitimately overwhelmed. And I'll be like, all right, I'll hear it. I'll take it in. Let's hear it. Let's talk about it. And then I will tell you, okay, here's how you can no longer have that thought. We can change it. Just like that, we can change it and you can feel better. Here's how you can stop feeling overwhelmed for good. That is what we do together. So if you want that, book your consultation call at the links below. You can go to kristinalana.com. You can go to at underscore Kristen Alana on Instagram. You can join my email list where I send you a guide for how to ditch overwhelm. Find me on all the places and book your consultation call and we will get started. All right. Have a great week. Talk to you next week.